Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to continue in Luke chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. This is the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector. Before we get into that, you may have noticed that we've been away for a few days. I've been busy with many things, one of them being getting our next newsletter ready. If you're not on our mailing list and would like to get our newsletter, either through email or snail mail, make sure you let us know what your address is at info at christiancrusaders.org. Also had the chance to represent Christian Crusaders at a Stephen Curtis Chapman concert at the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Had a chance to interview him, and that interview is up on our CC Podcast Conversations, along with a bunch of other new ones from the CPE Convention and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference earlier this summer. Lots going on on the Conversations Podcast. And finally, before we dive into this devotion, I want to thank the Family Leader, who is our 2022 Daily Dose Devotion sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of this devotion, and we are thankful for their support. So, as we read this text, I just want to remind you that it is a parable. I can remember instances when people have referenced this text to me in a way that suggests that it was an actual event that happened in real time. It is not. It's a parable. Be that as it may, there's still some very important truth that we can learn from it. Verse 9, he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. So it's obvious that Jesus, again has the Pharisees squarely in his crosshairs telling this parable because he says that the self-righteous jerk is a Pharisee. But what can we learn about the contrast between the Pharisee and the tax collector that would help us today? Well, one commentator that I read pointed out that in verses 11 and 12, when this Pharisee is talking, he says, God, I thank you that I'm not like the other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, even this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. The word I shows up in that brief text five times. This Pharisee is focused on himself and he's focused on his own righteousness. He thinks that he is just fine in the sight of God. He does all the right things. He has no concept of sin in his life. He has no idea of his need for somebody to stand in his place as a perfect substitute because his imperfect, sinful, flawed self is not sufficient to attain the kind of relationship with God that this Pharisee thinks he's just entitled to because he jumps through all the right hoops, was born into the right family, etc., etc. On the other hand, you've got this tax collector. Now, tax collectors, of course, are people who are viewed very poorly in society. But this tax collector in particular has a very accurate view of his own spiritual condition. He's so humble that he won't even look up and raise his eyes. He's beating his breast saying, be merciful to me, God, a sinner. 
course, Jesus points out that it's this tax collector who has a humble posture before the Lord, who's willing to accept the notion that he is sinful and beg for God's mercy, who walks away justified, while the self-righteous Pharisee, who has no idea of his need for forgiveness, he is not justified. Jesus ends by saying everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. This reminds me of the text that we read way back in Luke chapter 14, verses 7 through 11, the parable of the wedding feast. You can go back and hear that devotion in episode 732. And here are a couple takeaways that jump off the page for me. First of all, if you and I don't have an accurate view of our desperate spiritual state in our natural human condition, it is very unlikely that we are going to embrace the gospel of Jesus Christ and build our lives around it, commit ourselves as disciples in the way that Jesus demands his disciples to commit themselves, as we talked about in Luke 14, 25 through 33. We did four devotions on that segment of scripture, episodes 735 through 738. There's just no chance we're going to get it right if we come to the table with anything less than viewing ourselves as desperate, needy, broken, dirty, unrighteous sinners who can only appeal to the mercy of God by faith in Jesus Christ. This self-righteous Pharisee says, well, because I'm not like the extortioners or the adulterers or this tax collector, and because I give tithes and I fast twice a week, I'm good to go. This guy totally misses the boat. There's nothing he can do on his own. There's nothing he cannot do on his own that would make him clean enough to be acceptable to God. The righteousness that God demands of us is perfect righteousness, and no man is capable of that. That's why Jesus had to come and live a perfect life, die a sinless death, so that through faith in his resurrected self, we could have his perfection attributed to us. Our perfection doesn't exist, and even if we could come close, it's not anywhere near good enough, perfect enough. The second takeaway that I've got to mention, which ties closely to the first, is we have to acknowledge sin. We have to be willing to talk about sin. It is increasingly popular in quote-unquote Christian circles today to avoid the topic of sin. Makes people feel bad, makes them feel judged, it steps on our toes, it offends our sensitivities. But if we don't lead with the idea that people are sinful, that they do things that are abhorrent to God, they say things and think things that are abhorrent to God, then why on earth is there any need for a Savior? If we're good enough in ourselves, if we're not sinful, then who needs Jesus? And without an acknowledgement of sin, like this tax collector his own sin without talking about it, naming it, being specific about it, there's not a very good chance that any of us are going to be too desperate for a savior. Lord, help us to be humble. Help us to view ourselves accurately with regard to who we are and our status compared to who you are and your status. Help us not to shy away from the fact that we're sinful and to even be specific with you as we evaluate ourselves about the sin in our lives. And then Lord, again and again, will you shower us with your grace and mercy, which is only a available through faith in Christ so that we can be forgiven and redeemed and made perfect and holy in your sight, acceptable to you, able to be used by you for your glory and for our good. Amen. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around 
around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.